so I drank my drink and then I just started to feel really weird. I knew it wasn't alcohol and it's like my brain knew what was going on but my body couldn't control itself. He was like following me through the club and I remember thinking, oh my God, it was him. He put something in my drink but I couldn't control myself to confront him. Hey girlfriend, thank you for being here today. I just want to start off by saying, yeah, a huge great big thank you for listening and for connecting with me online as well and just continuing these conversations with your own family and friends and I've really loved being tagged in your posts and your Instagram stories and just with you letting me know that you're listening uh, means a lot to me because when you're recording a podcast sometimes it feels a little bit like you're just chatting breeze into a void so yeah I've loved I've loved having the feedback and thank you to those of you that have taken the time to give me a little five star written review on Apple all of those sort of things really help to get the conversations heard by more people because we know what the algorithms are like so thank you for that and I'm just sending you big love if you're listening to this an extra big love to all my sisters who are just feeling the weight of the world right now like there's a huge amount of issues that women have to put up with every day in this male-dominated society and at this point in March 2021 there's a conversation that's been had that's been driven by male violence now I've stayed silent on a lot of this for many many years but it's 2021 and I've got a voice and I'm a big powerful woman now who knows my own mind and I'm raising a daughter so I'm ready to dig deep and do whatever it takes to bring these conversations to the forefront so I'll be sharing my own personal experiences of where men have crossed the line they've made me walk the long way around they've made me feel uncomfortable flashed at me frightened me touched me without consent the topic of conversation today is toxic masculinity if you've been following the news then you'll be well aware of the heightened conversation around the safety of women and I'm sure by now you will have heard that on the 3rd of March 2021 33 year old marketing executive Sarah Everard disappeared after leaving a friend's house and making her way home near Clapham Common shortly after she went missing police officer Wayne Cousins was arrested for her kidnap and for her murder and her remains were sadly discovered in Woodland the day after that. Now, I'm sure we all know plenty of decent men and I'm married to one and I was raised by one but I have to say I've been mistreated by men in a volume and in a way that I just, I just never have by women. So this conversation is an important one because women deserve to be safe. All women deserve to be safe. And with a lot of the talk on social media and in the press about women and our safety, it got me thinking about all of the times that I haven't felt safe because of men or because of a man. And it's quite alarming, actually. I was making some notes on my phone to prepare for this podcast writing down all of these instances and these are just the ones that I can remember. So I'm going to share a few of those with you now and just share a little bit of the reality of what it's like to be a woman. So I remember when I was a kid, just around the corner from my house, this little cafe opened up and I was all excited because I used to like going down the road with my mom and 
picking up some pastries or something like that and it was always a nice little treat and so this little cafe opened up so if I wanted to go to the supermarket I'd have to walk past this cafe. I think me and my mum must have gone in there a couple of times and the guy was just really creepy and really inappropriate and I was like what 12, 13 and he used to give me the mega creeps just being inappropriate slightly pervy um obviously looking back on it as a 37 year old woman in hindsight yeah it makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up and i actually tried to google him to see if i could find him and give him a piece of my 37 year old mind but anyway so yeah he was really weird and really inappropriate and if i ever had to go to the supermarket I would have to walk the long way around because I was too intimidated to walk past this little creeps cafe because of how he used to make me feel. At about 12 years old, I used to go to the bottom of the road and instead of just turning right and walking in a straight line for a couple of minutes, I'd go out the bottom of the road, turn left, cross over, turn right, just basically just go the long way around just to avoid walking past this creepers cafe. And then there's the men in the cars at the school gates. Big men, big men come into the school gates to meet and harass young schoolgirls. Like, what was that? Don't you just wish that you could go back in time and, like, be yourself now, but then? And just be like, what are you guys doing hanging around, waiting for a bunch of schoolgirls to come out? You're old enough to have a driving licence. You're too old to be here. And then there was a time when I stayed at my friend's house overnight. I remember we were all cowering in her bedroom because her mum's ex was really violent and abusive. They'd split up, but he would still stalk her. And I remember him turning up in the middle of the night to this woman's house. She's just there with her three kids and he's banging on the door intent on violence. And that was absolutely terrifying. And then there's the cab drivers that we trusted to get us home safely. There was this one in particular who stands out in my mind because we got a lift home with him one day and he seemed really nice. He seemed, you know, yeah, he seemed friendly and we trusted him to take us home a few times. And then he started to get, again, really inappropriate and creepy and um, suggestive. And it's like, hang on a minute, mate. Like, it's not that kind of party. Obviously, then we never used him again, but... That wasn't the only cab driver. There was plenty of times when I'd be coming home from um, the clubs in Birmingham, getting a cab, and um, and then all of a sudden the cab driver starts getting all creepy and sleazy, and and you're just like, can you just like get me home? And I remember I would pretend that my dad was a policeman and that I was going home to my dad's house, and yeah, I would just say stuff like that, so they'd just sort of like back off and leave me alone. But, you know, you've been out for a night out. You don't want this. You just want to get home safely. And then there was the time when me and my best mate were sitting up by the library in Birmingham City Centre. We were sitting on the stairs. It was just like a balmy summer's evening, just chatting and catching jokes. And this guy came and sat like quite close to us, like uncomfortably close, given the amount of space there was around. He started to masturbate while he was sitting there looking at us. 
so yeah we gave him a load of abuse and off he went with his little briefcase but that was really creepy and intimidating and then there was the time that I got off the bus on the way to visit a friend and as I got off there was a man standing just over to the right of me and he flashed his penis at me which was again not very nice when you're a school kid because that's what I was at that stage and then we moved to London me and my best friend again and in the house a couple of doors down lived like a local councillor I speak to him because you know we've moved into the area I'm from Birmingham so you know we're a bit friendly and stuff and I was just chatting to him and we were talking about politics and because um, I'm interested in political issues and political matters and stuff like that so I was just sort of talking about that sort of stuff and then over time he just started to get really weird and inappropriate and like bearing in mind I was like in my mid to early 20s and this guy must have been like 50s or 60s just being really inappropriate and talking about going to taking me to a sauna and um yeah just like I'm like mate I'm just trying to talk to you about who's going to be the mayor of London I don't want this sort of interaction and he started to get actually really weird because another time he saw me speaking to another man on the road he was like who's that just started showing really weird possessive intimidating unpleasant characteristics so then I used to have to scurry around trying to avoid him and then he'd keep phoning my phone because I stupidly gave him my phone number because I was like oh yeah I'll come to a meeting or whatever so yeah creepy and weird and then there was one time when I was in a club in Brixton. I remember it really clearly. Me and my friend were quite early into the club. We went and bought our drinks and then we went and stood at the front by the stage and just put our drinks on the stage and we were just dancing and chatting and I noticed that there was a security guard, um, a bouncer standing there by the drinks and you know, I clocked him, I noticed him, I, I didn't think anything suspicious at the time, but I did notice that he was there. So I drank my drink and then I just started to feel really weird and I knew it wasn't alcohol. And it's like my brain knew what was going on, but my body couldn't control itself. I was really freaking out and I went to go and find the toilet and I went into the toilet for, sta for safety. And I was just sitting in the cubicle trying to get my phone out. And then I was like trying to phone my dad. And I don't know what my dad was going to do in Birmingham. And it was like two in the morning. So his phone probably wasn't on anyway. When I came out of the toilets, that creepy bouncer guy was there. And he was like following me through the club. And I remember thinking, oh my God, it was him. He put something in my drink. But I couldn't control myself to confront him or or anything like that and then luckily I saw somebody that I knew who came and was like are you alright and I'm like looking at them like no I'm not alright please help me um, so they took me with them and helped me to go and be reunited with the rest of my friends so that was a really unpleasant experience and then there was another time I was in a club and there was an artist a well-known old-school artist and I was really excited to see them because I was a fan I was speaking to them after they'd finished playing and I was just standing with a friend just we were just chatting to him as normal and then he just like reached out and groped my breast and I sort of like looked at him like what are you doing I don't even think he cared he just felt so entitled he felt that he had the right to reach out and do that in public in front of everybody 
and we've I'm sure we've all had it in nightclubs unsolicited grabs and gropes from uninvited men putting their grubby disgusting little hands wherever they see fit and it's not on I remember a time when I was in fabric nightclub oh now two instances are springing to mind and I was walking through and somebody groped my backside and I turned around and I'm like what are you doing and I just started sort of like slapping him and pushing him and kicking him away and another time in fabric I was um I was walking around trying to find the toilet and this man literally grabbed me in my private region at the front I was in such a deep state of shock I felt so violated that I couldn't even challenge him usually I you know I try and speak up for myself but I was I felt so vulnerable I felt so violated and just disgusted that he felt that he had the right to do that to me and I was so scared that I couldn't even respond oh and then there was the time when I was on a bus on the way to a Cantu hair event actually it was a brunch and I was going to go there and hook up with some curl friends and I was on the bus on the way there and this guy came and you know when there's space on the bus and this guy came and sat like right behind me and he's like leaning forward and I can sort of like feel him like behind my hair like really close and then he's just trying to talk to me and stuff and I brushed him off because I'm married and even if I wasn't married still just like get out of here I'm not showing any signs that I'm wanting to speak to you and then I was like right okay I'm getting off the bus and then I got up and then he started following me off the bus um, and he was like sort of like grabbing at me and just just being really inappropriate um, and this woman who was there actually challenged him I got off the bus and I just ran and he was following me and I had to go and hide in a changing room of a clothes shop and the assistant there was like do we need to call the police do we need to call the police and he was literally just stalking I could see him walking past back and forth outside the shop and I was terrified again like just out there minding my own business trying to get to an event and this guy stalking me intimidating me and making me feel unsafe who's got the right to do that nobody should have the right to make any woman feel that way so it's like you know men you've got issues with boundaries and you need to have a look at that like do you not think oh how would you, if you had a daughter how would she feel can you not even put yourself in those shoes to begin to understand what it's like as a woman to just not feel safe going about our everyday business how dare you how dare you we deserve to be safe wherever we go at whatever time we go there wearing whatever we want because men need to learn how to control themselves and no it's not all men of course it's not all men it would be foolish to to even suggest that but i mean it just so happens that all of the experiences that i've just listed were at the hands of men i've never been treated in any of those ways by a woman so yeah there 100 percent needs to be a conversation right now about men and their sense of entitlement over us and i'm raising a daughter so i'm praying that mothers that are also raising sons of the same generation that you're doing your best to raise sons that are gonna grow up to respect women and to all the women out there that have been through this 
I'm just sending love. And the sad thing is, is that I'm fairly confident that I am not alone in having had these sorts of experiences. Sadly, the abuse of women is far more prevalent than it should be. And I'm looking forward to a day when the energy of this whole planet is swinging more in that of a feminine direction. Because women are amazing. Women are powerful. Women deserve to flourish. Women deserve to walk safely wherever they choose to go and be whoever they want to be and thrive and soar and never, ever have to worry about being abused in any way by any man. So here's a message to the men. Do us a favour and please don't be an obstacle to our greatness. Please don't be another thing for us to have to overcome to fulfil our potential. Please do not be another layer of trauma that we need to resolve and work through on a mission to being our greatest. Please. Now, I can appreciate that that was quite a heavy load, especially if you've experienced anything like this yourself. I know that this content could be potentially quite triggering for you. I find personally that journaling really helps me to process and to just get some of those challenging thoughts and feelings out. And also just know that my DMs are open. We're all here to uplift and to support one another. So please don't feel alone. And I mean that, like sincerely, please do just slide right into my DMs. I've already made some really beautiful connections with some of you who have listened and reached out and I truly appreciate that. And if this episode did resonate with you, please do share it with your friends. Tag us in your posts, your Instagram stories, at the Curl Squad. And let me know if you've experienced anything similar. My next episode is going to be a great big juicy guest episode. So that's going to be an hour's worth of goodness for your listening pleasure. And that will be dropping next Tuesday. So until then, sending you nothing but love and blessings for the week ahead. Until next time, girlfriend. friend.